Hello, hello, and welcome back to Starting Small. Today I have another special guest. I guess she's only kind of special, but... (laughs) Wow, okay. (laughs) It's my sister, Sheba. Um, I came home for the weekend, and we decided that it would be fun and just a good idea to talk about this idea of calling. We also recorded a YouTube video on her channel. Yeah, we're just swapping stories, you know. (laughs) She did my YouTube channel, so I'll do her podcast. Yes, it was an exchange. But um, if you guys have some time, you should definitely go check that out. What's your YouTube channel name? It's just my first and last name, Sheba Saja, on YouTube. I'm starting. It's it's a new thing that I'm doing, so yeah, just want to share like things that Laura's been revealing to me, lifestyle, travel. I know we can't really travel much now, but hopefully so soon. you guys should definitely go check that out. So basically, we just essentially wanted to continue that conversation that we had about calling on her channel today on the podcast. And so um, I know both of us have essentially wrestled with or just journeyed through this process of what is calling and how do you um, find your life calling. And at some point in time, both of us were pre-med majors we both wanted to be doctors and um, I eventually finished my major and just found out that I was passionate about different things what about you can you tell them a little bit about your journey with finding your calling yeah but I just want to say I feel like the word calling carries a lot of weight in Christian circles Mm -hmm. and the weight may feel like it's crushing you because you're boxed in trying to figure out what am I supposed to be doing with my life? What's the purpose? What's the calling? And you're paralyzed by fear of like, will I make a mistake? What if I step outside of God's plan? And a lot of times we kind of get our calling wrong. Just as you said, I felt like I was called to be a doctor growing up. Maybe there were also cultural implications that played into that. Mm But I look back at my life and think about this journey that when I started school, college specifically, I went in as a pre-med major and I took two years of science classes like chemistry, biology, organic chemistry, physics. And then I went and changed my major to math because I like math better. Um, And then I graduated, went into grad school for biblical studies because I felt like the Lord was rerouting my life into ministry, going into ministry. So you might be like, wait, what was your calling throughout all that? And I honestly don't know because I feel like it's a journey Mm -hmm. that we walk with God through. Mm -hmm. I love that. Like calling is not necessarily, this is one thing that I pick and I'm going to do for the rest of my life. But I think it's also really based on your circumstances and asking yourself, hey, what are the tools that I have right in front of me and what are things that I'm good at? It's where your passion and your resources come together and you're able to use that to um, empower people and remind them of how much they are loved by God. Mm-hmm. But I guess in that process of you finding your calling, how, what have you learned and how can you encourage other people who are kind of stuck in this place of where am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to do with my life? Yeah. First of all, when I felt like, when I just had all these questions and doubts of like, wait, am I supposed to be going into ministry? I didn't really want to ever go into ministry. I never necessarily felt called into it because we grew up really poor and I wanted to have a comfortable lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be financially stable and well. So ministry was like kind of like the last thing on my radar. Didn't want to go into it. I wanted mm-hmm. a career that had 
more stability and security. But when the Lord was calling me into ministry, I would say that I did not necessarily have peace. Mm -hmm. I had a deep assurance that this was the way that God wanted me to go. Mm -hmm. But there was also a lot of turmoil and wrestling with the Lord. I didn't necessarily feel peace or sometimes we rely too much on our feelings. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. that's not the best thing to do. I do think it's important to to listen to people around you, like get godly wisdom, mm-hmm. read the word of God for yourself mm-hmm. and make an educated decision. Yeah, for sure. And how do you like deal with that fear of like, what if this is the wrong thing? Like you want to step into something new mm-hmm. from what you previously did. So like in your transition from even biology to math or math to yeah. um, biblical studies, how mm-hmm. did you know, like, was there a fear of like, what if this is the wrong thing? Like, yeah. How did you... St- how did you handle that? You know, I think about growing up in the our Indian culture, you're kind of guided along to figure out what to do. Like you're mm-hmm. kind of told, oh, you should become a doctor or an engineer or a scientist or a computer programmer, whatever it is, because those are good careers that will give you a good future. Mm-hmm. And the idea of calling doesn't really come up unless it's in like Christian circles. For sure. Because we want to ask the Lord to guide us and lead us. And I I think that's great. I think we need to ask the Lord. But at the same time, I remember in grad school, one of my professors said something along the lines of like, pick something you enjoy doing. Yeah. Invite the Lord into your decision making Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. see where it where it goes from that. Yeah. And let the Lord lead you and guide you. That's what it's about. Allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. Mm -hmm. And also, if need be, to reroute you. Right. Yeah, that just reminded me of something that I was reading by Christine Kane the other day, a quote that said, God is big enough to redirect you. Because I think, Mm -hmm. I mean, the fear of just what if I do the wrong thing can be so overwhelming and so overbearing. And I think a lot of times it's also because we want to make the people around us happy. I know both of us, I mean, when we change our majors, we're like, oh gosh, we wanted to make our parents happy and like help them out later on in life Mm -hmm. by being financially stable and the fear of pursuing something that maybe didn't provide as much financially kind of also scared us. Yeah, yeah. And it's just because we come from a culture that takes care of each other Mm -hmm. and is very future oriented and not self oriented. So that's why we were always encouraged to do something with our lives or do something that'll give us more security. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about that. However, like I remember when I changed my major, there were so many emotions I was wrestling with. Like, for example, you were saying shame of letting down your family or your, your, your identity, your cultural community. The other thing I struggled with was regret. Mm -hmm. Like, was being a doctor plan A and now I'm choosing plan B? Mm -hmm. Where did I get distracted and go off off track? Mm -hmm. Where did I mess up? Am I the one to blame? Did God actually reveal this to me or is it my own poor decision making? Yeah. And the third thing I really struggled with was fear. Mm. I cried a lot through grad school. First of all, (laughs) it was very hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did go to Lee University. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there was the fear of me finding my security in my future, my security and like being financially independent, having a comfortable future. And I felt like the Lord was literally stripping that away from me. And he's like, I have a better future for you. It's not going to look like what you placed your identity in, but I want to be your firm foundation. I want to be the one that you place your trust in. Yeah. So 
I really wrestled with shame, regret, and fear. Mm. And sometimes it still tries to reappear in my life mm. and show its ugly face and try to make me feel like, wait, what am I doing right now? Where? Yeah. How did I get here? Man, I love that. I guess just to wrap things up, what are um, what is some encouragement that you can give to specifically i'd say like young adults or recent college grads that are struggling with that purposelessness or even that shame fear and regret of man did i miss out on my calling or am i doing what god wants me to do with my life yeah i'm just reminded of the story of joseph Mm. you know god gave him a dream when he was 17 years old and he didn't really fully understand that dream but god took him through the most unlikely path to get to that dream Mm. It included a lot of bumps in the roads, detours, heartache, a lot of suffering. But eventually it was the Lord who fulfilled that dream in his life. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I just feel like our calling is not a destination to arrive at. It is the journey of walking with God. And as we walk with God, he will take us exactly where he wants us to be. Right. Um, A practical thing that I was taught is... There's two general callings for our lives. Mm -hmm. I call these the two greats. Mm -hmm. The greatest commandment, which is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to Mm -hmm. love your neighbor as yourself. Those two go hand in hand. And the second great is the greatest, or the great commission, sorry. Mm -hmm. And that is to go and make disciples, baptizing Mm -hmm. them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So... As believers, that's our general calling, to go out and do that. Yeah. And then as we do that, perhaps the Lord will lead us to a more specific calling, a specific occupation, open a door for us to do something else. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's just about living out our lives in a way that's pleasing to the Lord and walking with Him. Right. Walk with the Lord. That's all He wants us to do. Yeah. We don't have to go searching for our calling. Mm. But when we walk with the Lord, it's almost as though it comes and finds us. Mm, And that's that's exactly what I feel like happened in my life. Mm. It found me. I didn't necessarily want, I said, I didn't want to be in ministry. I kind of felt like Jonah. I was like, can I please run away from this? I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I find so much satisfaction with walking with the Lord in the joy that I have in the midst of the wrestling mm-hmm. as well. There's a lot of wrestling still, sure. but I'm so content where the Lord has brought me. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is my sister, ladies and gentlemen. Um. But I just wanted to, (laughs) lastly, literally just remind you, your calling is not a destination. Yeah. It's the journey of walking with God. Yep. Like, you brought up a quote from the Gospel Coalition. Mm -hmm. It said, um, your calling is not future tense. It's right. It's what's right in front of you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that. Just keep walking with the Lord. Keep your eyes fixed on Him. And as you do that, He'll lead you into the places that He wants you to be in. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Sheba, just so much for sharing that wisdom with us. I hope you... The older, wiser sister. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I hope you guys are just reminded that as you go throughout the week that your calling is to simply abide. Um, And I just pray that the Lord would open up your eyes right wherever you are to see the resources and the tools around you to um, love people well and to make them feel valued but thank you so much for listening i hope you guys have an incredible week